What's going on guys? Greg here and you are tuned into the December 2023 episode of The Dot. The Grammys are bullshit 2K23 edition. We did this last year. I had a lot of fun with it. Essentially, this is just a year roundup of what we saw in music for the year of 2023. And we all know the Grammys have some very questionable takes when it comes to the awards they give out. So this is our version of giving out yearly awards. We'll give out awards like Surprise Bop of the Year, the Shadow Award, which is the artist that kind of followed you around with features all year, the Breakout Artist, the Best New Artist. And this year, we're going to run down the top 20 albums of the year. If you guys remember last year, I would do that on a quarterly basis, give my top 20 albums. Didn't do that this year to give more time to highlight the artists throughout the year. I figured we'll do a roundup this month on this episode for the top 20 albums of the the year. Last year, we did something I really liked as well, where I asked artists and listeners to send in their favorite songs or new artists that they found this past year. I didn't have time to do that this month. I kind of had some unexpected things come up in the beginning of the month. And before I knew it, it was December 16th. And I hadn't sent out any requests for people to send over their favorite new songs and artists. So we'll start this episode with a call. And this is kind of a rollover from last month, but an artist I definitely wanted to fit in and give the time. This is the artist Habe. And for those of you who have been listening for a long time, we first had Habe on the dot in November 2020. We had him on for a great interview when he just released his single, I'll Still Call, which is still his top single to date on streaming services. And Habe released his debut album in November called Here Look. And we are going to check out the song off that debut album called Here we go again. So we're going to start off this episode with a call in from Habe. We'll take a listen to that new song. Definitely check out that debut album. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the overall year and what we saw through the trends and the top artists and music. And then we'll get into our superlatives and the top 20 albums of the year. So let's get rolling here. This is Habe with his song Here We Go Again off his debut album that came out last month called Here Look. Haven, thank you for having me on the dot. You'll be listening to a song of mine called Here We Go Again um, off of my debut album. It's about feeling insecure when starting something new, in, in this case, a relationship, and, and sort of exploring the feelings of, of doubt and, um, and what, what that means and whether it can be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, 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 
Abe there with the song Here We Go Again off the debut album Here Look. I've always been really impressed with the way that Abe puts together his songs, everything from production to just the sonic value that he brings on a track. So really excited to get that debut album from Abe and continue to follow him as his career progresses. And shout out to Abe for calling in and telling us about that song. All right, guys. So let's get to our Grammys are bullshit 2K23 portion of the podcast. We did this last year. Before I dive into my takes of some of the superlatives in 2023, let's look at what the world thought. And I really like just to go to Spotify at this point and look at, you know, everyone had their own Spotify rap. There's an overall Spotify rap where you can look at who everyone was listening to, who the most popular artists were. And who do you think was number one? I'll give you a second to think about it and take a guess and I will spoil it right now. Of course, it was Taylor Swift, number one for most streamed artists globally, followed by Bad Bunny, The Weeknd, and Drake. So usual suspects up top for the yearly Spotify streams. When it comes to the most streamed songs this year, this was a little more interesting. Flowers by Miley Cyrus was number one. Kill Bill by SZA was number two. As It Was, another year for As It Was at the very top by Harry Styles. Interesting to see the top songs and then the most streamed albums globally were the top one was a Bad Bunny album. Midnight's by Taylor Swift was number two. SOS by SZA was number three. And then Starboy by The Weeknd was number four. So again, no shocking artists there in the top. Last year, I was really impressed seeing Glass Animals in the top with their song Heat Wave for the top songs, but really nothing like that this year. And then looking at the Billboard Hot 100 to see who finished the year at the top. Last year, it was SZA who finished the year at the top of the Billboard Hot 100. This year, it is Morgan Wallen, followed by Luke Combs, followed by Olivia Rodrigo. So again, not huge surprises when you were keeping tabs on the Hot 100 throughout the year. Country solidified its spot at the very top in 2020. So that brings us to our first superlative of the year, and that's going to be surprise bop of the year. And this award is going to go to a song that we just didn't see coming, right? It might be from an artist that doesn't normally give you big bops or an artist that you might not have really heard of this year that made an impact with a specific song. I do take quality into this, right? I'm not just going to look at the top stream songs and say this was a bop. No, I have to like the songs as well. These are songs that ended up pretty high when it comes to my favorite songs of the year. And a reminder, Central C won this award last year with the song Doja, and I hope you can remember that one. Look it up if you don't. So I'm going to start with an honorable mention before I get into the official nominees, and that honorable mention is Actor. Ryan Gosling, who had the song I'm Just Ken off the Barbie movie, got 12 million streams on YouTube, was actually a pretty decent song. So who saw that one coming, right? That could definitely qualify as a surprise bop this year. I'm not going to put it in the official nominees, but shout out to Ryan Gosling for that. So the very first official nominee is going to be from a legendary group with a legendary artist. That's Gorillaz, who teamed up with Stevie Nicks to give us the song 
Oil back in February, which is a single off the Gorillaz album that we got this past year. Again, who saw these two teaming up in 2023 to give us an absolute banger of a song? And it was incredible to hear how well the vocals of Damon Auburn and Stevie Nicks worked together on this track. Check it out. Six million views for that song on YouTube. Love hearing Stevie Nicks, love hearing Gorillaz, love Damon Auburn so much that I'm going to give him another nominee for Surprise Bop of the Year. But this is with his other group, Blur, who released a semi-surprise album for us this past year. First album in a very long time. And Blur came back like they never left and gave us some really great music. I think this definitely qualifies given that Blur has not given us music in so long. So in 2023, how about Blur with the single off their album called The Narcissist? I'm a four million views on YouTube for the song The Narcissist from Blur. Really great to hear new music from them. All right, let's go to an artist that got a little bit overlooked for our next nominee. This is the artist Zane, who was part of One Direction. A lot of people thought with One Direction split up that him and not Harry Styles was going to become the most popular artist from that group. They were obviously wrong about that. Harry Styles is by far the most popular and it's very well deserved with the quality of music and Zane's quality of music has been shaky which is why I want to put his single in as a nomination here love like this that he gave us in July I thought this was a really great track by Zane and shows what he's capable of I guess there's love like this usually I never want to jump like this but I think I want to dump my chips because I cannot go back I guess there's faith like this give you everything and you can skate like this but I think I gotta take that risk because I cannot go back and I'm loving what you say, what you say, what you say when you're on my line. If I never make it back, make it back, make it back from the chase, I'm fine. 16 million views on YouTube there. That's the song Love Like This from Zane, who was once part of One Direction. When you listen to that song, I recommend you listen to that entire song. The intro to the song really sets the vibe, and I think Zane did a really good job of that. And if he can keep that ominous vibe with his strong vocals, I think he's able to step back into stardom. He already has the following to do so. That leaves us with two nominations left. This one was a surprise because A, it was off a soundtrack for a movie and the movie was the Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie where Metro Boomin did the entire soundtrack to that movie. It was actually a really great soundtrack. Held Up is one of the better albums I heard all year and this song had ASAP Rocky and Rosie on. It's called Am I Dreaming? And I think it falls into the surprise bop 
of the year. Not because it's surprising that like Metro Boomin and ASAP Rocky got together and put together a bop of a track, but just this song coming together and being a, a lead single off one of the biggest movies of the year and it really holding up of not just this big catchy track, but something that was actually a really good song through and through. The entire track is really good with a really nice hook and I think it really set the stage well for the Spider-Man movie. So check it out. This is Metro Boomin' ASAP Rocky and Rosie with the song Am I Dreaming? million views on YouTube for that song, by far the most of all the nominees. And a few things stuck out to me about that song from what we just heard from that snippet of that song, being on point, really telling the story about the movie, you know, is there more like us? Am I dreaming? And then another thing that sticks out to me, and I mean, this is a compliment, is like ASAP Rocky starts rapping and literally sounds like vintage Kanye back in the day. I mean, that sounds like he came in on like a Kanye verse when Kanye was back on like his graduation or college dropout days. So that was really, really cool to hear. So great song there, but the last nominee here and the winner for surprise bop of the year is going to go to the song Scientists and Engineers from Killer Mike, Andre 3000, Future, and Aaron Allen Rose. And I don't know how much I need to explain why this is so surprising, but first of all, Killer Mike's such a great artist. You don't normally get like huge hits from him. The other thing is getting Andre 3000 to give you a verse on a song is not easy these days. He was going to come out with an album. I thought when I heard he was dropping an album, like, oh, this is definitely going to be album of the year. He just played flute on it the whole time, which, you know, more to him. Another surprise for me personally is that Future is involved with any song that I'm giving, you know, props to. I'm not a big Future fan. So I think all three of those things coming together is why this song here is my surprise bop of the year. And I'm still putting together the top songs of 2023. I would be surprised if this isn't number one. Um, it's going to be a hard one to knock off. So congratulations to Killer Mike. Great album too. We'll talk about that album in the countdown. Andre 3000 always comes through. Future really nailed the chorus on this song and just a great song overall. So Killer Mike with Scientists and Engineers is our 2023 bop of the year. Cucumber will make a trip. Do jump on and hit a split. Hookers don't really do shit. Do get lantern in it, bitch. Rebelling is like an itch. Oh. I'ma live, I'ma live forever. Yeah, diamond shaped like a teardrop. I got the streets in the headlock. Fly, chill like a skydiver. Spear, I can get manslaughter. Suicide door on a Range Rover. Depending on the time I was laying up. I could have been wearing an animal. Pull up and get at your shin and remember. When it gets odd, think it's a gamble. So let's move on to the next superlative, which is Shadow Award, the shadow of the year. And this goes to the artist that just keeps popping up on features. You really can't get rid of them. They follow you around like a shadow. Last year, it was 21 Savage. I wasn't a big 21 Savage fan. 
fan, but last year everywhere I looked, 21 Savage was showing up on tracks. He's continued to do that, by the way. But I'm way more excited to talk about the winner of this year's Shadow Award, and that's J. Cole. In 2023, we didn't get any albums from J. Cole, but my God, was he showing up on features and supplying great verses on features for so many different artists. Summer Walker, BTS, he hopped on a feature with. J-Hope, Lil Durk, and All My Life, one of the best songs of the year. Such a catchy verse right into the hook. Check that out right here. Durkio told me he been on some positive shit, yeah, yeah. Lately, I just want to show up and body some shit, yeah, yeah. Always been a little mad petition. Lately, this cash I'm getting. Got me losing count of these bags. I've been moving too fast. Hard times don't last. Remember when cops are rads talking out my ass. Boy, you ain't shit but a bitch with a badge. All my life, they be trying to keep me down. J. Cole also was on a song with Gucci Man, Burna Boy, and then J. Cole rounded it all out by being on Drake's new album, not only the initial release, but then he was on another song with Drake where they went kind of back to back on the song Evil Ways on the B-side of Drake's For All the Dogs. So really excited to have J. Cole be the shadow of the year for 2023. And that brings us to our next award here, which is Breakout Artist of the Year. Now, last year, it was a toss-up for me between Fred again and Zach Bryan. I went with Zach Bryan, and Zach Bryan just went on to become one of the most popular artists right now. Here in Philadelphia, he sold out Lincoln Financial Field back-to-back days multiple times. So he's an absolute superstar at this point. So This year, there were some artists that came to mind. It was a little bit of a trickier one this year. It wasn't too obvious choices for me like last year. Think of people like Ice Spice and Sexy Red who really had quite a come up. They bubbled up to the top this year. More on the industry plant side. I wasn't a huge fan of either of their music. Tate McRae comes to mind. Now, her album was late in the year. I was expecting a little more from her album, I'm not going to lie, but I think she did enough to take that next step to kind of get to Dua Lipa-esque levels. I think she's very much capable of that, has the image. She used to be a dancer and can come out with some great music videos. I'm sure her live performance is awesome with her being a dancer. But when I really delved into it, the breakout artist became pretty obvious. And the breakout artist for 2023 was Noah Kahan. And there's a lot of reasons it was Noah Kahan. This thing started happening where Noah Kahan released this album with the big single Stick Season, right? Amazing song. That's such a hit song for him. But then after he released the album, he started re-releasing singles with features on them. And not just any features, features from Post Malone, features from Casey Musgraves, features from Hozier, features from Gracie Abrams. Then you turn around and Olivia Rodrigo's covering Stick Season. I see a festival lineup, a notable festival lineup, Oshiega in Montreal. Who's a fucking headliner of that festival? Noah Kahan headlining a major festival. So I think when I started to put all that together, it was pretty clear that Noah Kahan is the obvious choice. Really happy for him. I think it's a little more difficult in his genre 
to really break out than it is, you know, for people like Ice Spice, Sexy Rick, and Tate McRae, meaning that they're all in hip hop and pop, some of the more popular genres where Noah Gahan's really folk. And he's from Vermont. I swear to God, that whole, you know, you should move to Vermont thing that Spotify did, that's like your area of choice, that was because of him. I swear to God, that was because of him. So the last superlative I'm going to do on the show this year is going to be Best New Artist. Now, the artist prom one that last year, the runner up was Moon Panda. A lot of really great nominees when it comes to best new artists. I'm not going to take the time to peek into their songs like I did for Surprise Bop of the Year. Another thing before diving into this, best new artist, very simple for me. The best new artist released their debut album in the calendar year right? We're not doing this Grammy, right? Grammys are bullshit, right? We're not doing the thing where they're on their fourth album and somehow winning Best New Artist. No. The Best New Artist had to release their debut album in 2023. A lot of great artists we featured on The Dot this past year, right? Bleach Lab released a really great new album for us this year. Juno Rucker had an amazing debut LP. Paper Idol, who we featured for the second time on The Dot this year, finally released his debut album. That was great. Groupthink, really big fan of Groupthink. He released his debut. It wasn't really called an album, so kind of going to disqualify him from this award. Um, Other bands that stuck out to me, Zebra, they're spelled 7-E-B-R-A. They released a great new album. Alex Sucks, Girl and Girl, The Royston Club all come to mind for artists or bands that released their debuts that really stuck out to me. But when I put them all together, it came down to three options that really rose to the top. Two solo female artists and a duo electronic group. So third is going to be Renee Rapp who released a couple projects this past year. She released music like she's been doing it her entire career, came out with some really big songs, showed that she's capable of quickly moving up the pop list to become one of the top pop artists. So I was really happy to hear her success with her new albums this year. Number two was Jessie Murph. Incredible voice from Jessie Murph. I loved the singles that she was coming out with and then the album was finally released and that lived up to the hype. Instead of number I really want to put her as like 1B. Check out the vocals on this song that she released, How Could You, which was a single off the album she released this year. You said you were sober So I let you come over You always pull me closer But you always fuck me over I kept on denying So you kept on trying You went too far for closure Too far for me over I could just Love me some Jesse Murph, but my 1A for best new artist is this electronic duo from Wales called Overmano. They started releasing these infectious singles, you know, kind of sprinkled here and there. And I was like, who the hell 
are these guys i'm loving the sound that they're coming out it's such a good like club sound and it's perfectly mixed i think there's very few djs or electronic artists you can say like their sound not too crazy or too big and not too minimalistic like it gets you up and moving but it's also not overbearing to listen to and i think they tiptoed that line well with all their music and they released an album for us in 2023 check out this song so you know you can kind of get the vibe that I'm talking about. Now I would like to quickly go through my top albums of the year. In the beginning of the episode, I said I'll do my top 20 since we're already around 25 minutes into the episode. I'm just going to do my top 10. I'll really dive into the top five. I'll release the full top 20 on Instagram and I'll follow that up with a playlist of all my favorite albums of the year. But quickly, just listing off, not giving a lot of detail, just listing off 10 to 6. Number 10, Del Watergap with his album, I Miss You Already, plus I Haven't Left Yet. Number nine, Rami from the XX with her album, Mid Air. Number eight, No Name with her album, Sundial. Number seven, Dominic Fike with his album, Sunburn. Number six, LP Giobi with her album, Light Places. And that brings us to number five. Number five is the abstract hip hop project from Billy Woods and Kenny Seagal called Maps that came out in the beginning of May for us. Billy Woods is a New York rapper. He has a lot of work out right now. And he is really a mind-bending lyricist when you listen to what he's able to put down on an album. Very conscious rap. It's almost like poetry. And and if you listen to Anthony Fontano and the way he reviews Billy Woods, he always says that he borders on spoken word. And it's true. And this abstract hip hop is something that is a little bit of an earworm and not something that someone who doesn't listen too deeply into hip hop might not be too familiar with this genre. And it got an 8.9 on Pitchfork. It was very well received by the public and critically. And we're going to peek into the song Baby Steps off this album with Elucid and Benjamin Booker. And this will give you a bit of an idea of Billy Woods' style. And again, great album, number five, Billy Woods and Kenny Seagal with their album, Maps. I'm not going to be able to do it. I actually took a $300 Uber to a show and sleep in the back like future might as well be a Maybach. Showed up with nothing but a computer, let's go. Glowed up looking like she covered in gold dust, must not have re-upped to Lex Pro. I don't check in, but if you feel a disturbance in the force, you already know. Something wicked in the wind, just picture me sitting with Such a unique style of rapping there, Billy Woods with producer Kenny Siegel. And you need to check out that entire album. It's a whole project just like that, that you never see what's coming around the next turn. Let's go to an artist that a lot of people have seen, whether it's out on billboards or on commercials 
the music is hard to escape and that's olivia rodrigo who comes in at number four with her sophomore album guts it's really interesting to see how olivia rodrigo has transcended this disney star image to create and release some really quality pop music whether it's alternative pop soft pop pop rock she's really able to nail not just the sound of the songs but lyrically she's been fantastic going back to her debut album sour it was top to bottom a great album and guts i could argue she got even better her voice sounds better on this sophomore album which is interesting because her voice sounded great on her debut album this album guts came out on september 8th topped the charts in 14 different countries 12 of the songs hit the top 40 and vampire was the lead single i think it really set the tone for what we were going to see on this album it got an eight on pitchfork pitchfork called it biting and charismatic the entire album which i love we'll peek into the song get him back which i'm sure we've all heard whether we listen to it intentionally or unintentionally but olivia rodrigo i have no shame in saying that she definitely had one of the best albums of the year and she comes in at number four with her album guts the fifth best album was from an underground hip-hop artist giving us some abstract rap the fourth album was from a boating superstar giving us some big pop music this third album is going to be a familiar name because we already talked about them this is the duo the brothers actually from wales over mono who gave us their debut lp good lies this past year and talked about it before right this is kind of like breakbeat 90s rave club music i love the samples of r&b that they pull in to their track it was really interesting to hear the singles and songs from eps that they've given us in the past those were the big songs on the album so we were familiar with the big songs but i really like how they filled it in you know i think if you wanted to be critical the rest of the album wasn't as big as the singles were but i think they really complemented those big songs well and i think they were able to really put together a coherent album and tell a little bit of a story through the subtle experimentation that's what pitchfork says which i love it subtle experimentation throughout the album pitchfork gave it a 7.7 and we are going to check out one more song off that album let's peek into the song is you again over mono the third best album of 2023 with their debut album good lies For the second best album of the year, 
Let's go to rapper turned psych rock artist Lil Yachty, who released his album Let's Start Here back in the beginning of the year. And this was a head turner of an album just because Lil Yachty kind of had an image going into the release of this album. I mean, he was Lil Boat, you know, he was a rapper, he used a lot of heavy auto tune. And then he releases this album, and everyone was like, what the hell is this? Because he turned completely to this psychedelic based rock infused rap which played pretty well surprisingly well i would say it was a really fun listen and a lot of critics have said this about yadi and i think it's very true credit to him for trying something completely different and spicing things up you know and lil yadi has gone on after that to really be very outspoken about the state of hip-hop and how it lacks this type of creativity which he's spot on about so i'm all for the Yachty turn to Psych Rock. I loved the album and I think he gets a lot of credit. It was a really good album, not taking anything away from the quality of the album, but I think he landed this high on the list just because he deserves a lot of credit for doing what he did. And he collabed with the right people to do it. He collabed with Magdalena Bay, Ben from MGMT, Mac DeMarco, Nick Hakeem. He worked with producers who worked with artists that were working in the psych rock realm. So he did the right thing. He worked with the right people and he had a really positive outcome from that. My favorite comment says, whoever gave Lil Yachty psychedelics, thank you. And I echo that. So let's check out the song Running Out of Time, my favorite track off of that album. Lil Yachty comes in at number two, the second best album of the year with his album. Let's start here. Watch it, girl. us to the number one album of 2023 and i have to say before releasing who this is this was definitely a much more difficult year than in years past to come up with an order of top albums i don't think there was an obvious top album this year and even one through about 30 even more than that of the albums when i did the ranking i think you could have argued were one of the best albums of the year so i think there was a lot of parody this year and i think it was really hard to decipher who was the actual artist who came out with the best project this year. But I landed on Killer Mike with his album, Michael, at number one. There was a lot of pros and cons that went into, you know, why I thought this would be number one, but the pros definitely outweighed the cons. The lyricism on this album is unmatched and something that we're just not used to hearing in the rap world anymore. It's very intentional. And Killer Mike has a message, whether you agree with it or not. Killer Mike definitely has a message on this album. He has some really high highs like the song Motherless and Scientists and Astronauts that we peeked into earlier in the episode. And Killer Mike is not the same Killer Mike that gave us rap music, you know, 11 years ago. This is his first solo project in 11 years. And I think I can't reiterate enough that even though 
he does lean politically in a place where a lot of people aren't comfortable with. The album as a whole came through as a really well thought out album that had great rhymes, great beats, great features like Andre 3000, right? And again, it was just very well put together. It was clean. It had hits. It was a storytelling album. It delivered a message. And I think it did everything that hip hop albums should do. This is the type of hip hop music that started hip hop, right? This is the type of hip hop music that grew and allowed a lot of people to fall in love with hip hop. And I think all in all, that's why I decided to killer Mike with the album Michael as the best album of the year. Um, we listened to a little bit of a Killer Mike song earlier in the episode, so I won't peek in to another song off this. Like I said, I'm going to release my top 20 on my Instagram. I know we only kind of brushed through 10 to 1 today on the podcast as well as go through the superlative. Special shout out to Habe who called in in the beginning of the podcast to listen to his new song, Here We Go Again. And very excited for 2024. We've already had some hints at big releases next year. I think because this year we didn't have any of those headliner-esque album releases that kind of made it into the top albums of the year should have a heavy lean to the top next year with album releases. I'm going to do 150 songs this year, not the best 300 songs of the year. I'll do the top 150 songs of the year. Those will be released via Instagram from January 1st all the way to January 15th, 10 songs at a time. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me. This is the end of the fifth year of the podcast, and we'll talk again in January to begin year six and always remember. It only happens once a month, so you must be on the dot.